0: to do traders yeah i'm late again shut up i know Jeez. sorry i was here i got distracted Do you ever get that does your adhd just go like out of control yeah that was definitely me a minute ago hope you're having a fantastic friday uh thank you all for coming to the live web class this
1: morning um hang on here we go okay i was picking my final thoughts for the day how y'all doing? Sebastian's here.
0: Donna's here. Watch channel DE and Rabbeat. Both of y'all were at the web class this morning. Thank y'all for showing up live. I appreciate it. You know, we do this every single day for you. Um, so I'm glad that we can make it happen. Boom. Changing the camera up a little bit with a little bit of a little bit of boom. And then, oh no, I got a third one here. Whoa, extreme close-up. <laughs> So I am like legit off the charts ADHD at the moment. So either way, um, cool stuff. Had a conversation with uh, Mark this morning. Mark being one of the, uh, one of the founders. So um, Mahesh is working feverishly, as he was saying, to get me the upgrade by
1: Tuesday. Hopefully that's the case. We'll see. But Mark and I were also talking about the back testing.
0: And he said he was actually not surprised. You know, yesterday I spent quite a while talking about the back testing that I did, and how the uh,
1: the back testing with the relative strength just blew my freaking mind. I'll pull it up here. Uh, this button. There we go. Now nah, this button. How it blew my freaking mind
0: how relative strength did just not seem to matter and um he he was not surprised he said especially given the fact that um this like mid level performed incredibly well this basically roughly so, so if the if the market's traveling at 100, this mid-level here between 50 and 125 seemed to perform just great, even, even better between 76 and 125. He said he wasn't surprised by that at all. And so I'm like, what are you talking about, man? And he's like, look, if you go and look at some of these,
1: right? Um, I'm picking one at random. And ING. Signal returned 126.94%. He's like, look, you pick it at on these, right? You
0: pick them up on these. They're not going to have the highest relative strength. November 6th, 2023 on
1: ING. Let's go to that real quick. November 6th. He's like, look, your, your metric of
0: high relative strength means that it is surpassing everybody else out in the market. And that's not necessarily how Outlier works. Does that fall in line? Yeah. But there's also opportunities that you wouldn't see otherwise because you were not uh, considering everything that was available using Outlier. right? So looking at ING from November 6th to December 27th. I I pulled this at random. 14.781. Right. That was the most recent buy and sell signal. Right now. Not everyone is a perfect, uh, perfect one like that. But the relative strength down here was probably not
1: all that hot. The relative strength down there could have been under 100. So that's what he was saying. He's like, listen, man, you don't need
0: relative strength. What you need is a data that's pulling through on outlier. And that's why they use it. I was like, oh, jeez. OK, cool. Well, that helps me. And then Brian asked yesterday what the symbols, or I'm sorry, what the results would have looked like if they had a sum trend of all 4.0, and they passed the back test. So back test, which we're gonna chat more on back testing here in just a minute. Back test inside of TrendSpider here, right? So it's a super basic back test. I'll show you real quick strategy tester outlier theory long. It's literally price over the 10 day with the MACD positive, and then close under the 10 day, basic, 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 right? Nothing, nothing crazy. And so to Brian's question, I went through all the ones that had a sum trend of four. Now the sum trend is the market was trending in the right direction. The MMFI agreed with that. It got a buy signal and the stock's own trend at that time was positive, right? So all of these market trending in the same direction. And that yielded really stellar returns. In fact, right, when we when we do just all of them, percent gain average, uh, about five point oh five percent. Okay. Now the ones that have positive return on the back test, because I'm all about that data. Positive return on the back test average, 7.76, so nearly 8% on average returns. I don't know if you can see that down at the bottom. And I was like, whoa, sick, this got even better. And granted, this is a small sample size, uh, but there were only two losses in that. So um, that's even better as well. The win rate was something, I think there's 15, right? 16. Oh, count of numbers, 15. So 13 over 15, 86% win rate with a 7.8-ish percent average return amongst all of that. So granted, sample size was decently small, but overall results, I was like, dude, what is up? So like, we're getting better and better and better by the day. That's what I'm excited about, Nathan. Exactly. Jean-Louis Capasso. So yeah, that's... uh. That was super exciting. Now, I was in contact with Trin Spider just a little bit ago, and so I'm, I'm I'm making the changes to my trading plan to remove the. Um, oh, that was from the web class this morning. I thought that was this to remove the relative strength section. Right, removing the relative strength section, which actually just does, does streamline things a little bit. Um, but one thing that I was asking was, Hey, is there a way that I can run a back test? Cause this, this works, right? So I go here, right? I go to this list here, I go stri- <clears throat> strategy tester, outlier theory, long, I can hit run. And th- this is the only number I care about. Does it have a positive expectancy?
1: Yes or no. So that one does. That one does. That one does. This one does not. This one does not. I'm just looking at this number right here. And
0: that's how I've always done it. If you've traded with me for a while, you'll know. You've seen me go through these and backtest boatloads of them at once. But I was thinking to them, I'm like, is there a way to backtest a whole bunch of things at once? A whole bunch of backtesting all at the same time. And they're like, well, you're in luck. We just released this new thing called the Variance Explorer like a week ago, and they're like, check it out. So I did, watch this, this is so cool. I was very, very happy when they showed this to me. So Strategy Tester, Variance Explorer. Now, um, oh, that was who I was con- conversing with. Okay, so let's take our list, right? So this, these are all the buy signals from today. And then I filtered it to show only Those that are above their moving averages, right? So only those that are trending higher. And that was this short list here, which is this list here in a spreadsheet. So the way that this works is it allows you to backtest across multiple timeframes. I just want to do daily, but it also allows you to backtest against multiple stocks all at once. And I was like, "No way! This is so cool!" So I go to my outlier three long, and it even allows you to backtest against multiple different backtest scenarios, which I just want the one outlier three long daily, a thousand candles, and let's do uh, Kroger. Now, the only downside to this is you can't copy and paste in a whole bunch at once, and that's what I was uh, emailing with them. I'm like, "Hey." Um, can can I drop in a bunch of names at once, or maybe run this across uh, a watch list? And they said um, that is not a functionality that is there right now. But they're showing that, and I made a video. They were showing it to the dev team to see if they can do that. Because if I could just like drop all of these in here at once, game over, right? But when I drop all these in here at once, it doesn't do anything, right? It doesn't like actually drop them all in there at once. But anyway, here's several of the list check this out this number kroger uh net performance should be decently close to because this is i mean there, there's slight tweaks between the two negative 26 percent kroger negative 20 percent uh
1: bcpc do i have that here no uh let's go bfam bfam positive 1.2 positive 3.1 decently close THRM 40.3 40.3
0: yeah there's some slight differences uh mainly because this is a thousand candles and this is a thousand and eight I could probably it's just it's a little tricky to use that right so either way close enough in this case but check this out this is the number right here on the far left hand side so it shows me all of the back tests all at once. And I was like, Oh, yeah, buddy, that saves me time right there. I don't care about the chart. I know the chart is good, because it's already being filtered through uh, this scanner right here that I have set up. So it's taking this list, which is coming right out of outlier. And then it's only showing me the ones that are above their own 50 day moving averages, the 10, 20, 50s already crossed over. And then I can see all the back tests at once. So therefore I can, I can skip that one. I can skip that one and I can focus in and work on the ones with maybe the highest back test first. Right. So dude, when I saw that, I was like, Oh yes, I have been wanting this for ages. Thank you. So I'm very excited. I don't know if you can tell this is my jam. Like, like some people's jam, may be bowling, right? Your jam, may be archery. I don't know, but this is my jam. This this is my peanut butter. I am peanut butter to this jam. So I am so stoked about this. So either way,
1: let's jump into our market analysis for the day. All right, welcome to the Outlier Trading Room. This is how to trade only 10 minutes a day
0: and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now, I am a partner with Outlier, and this is my style of trading using Outlier. And my style of trading always starts with the top-down approach. So I want to see the 10 over the 20 with price over the 50 on the market. And then same with the market breadth. So let's, I'm going to close this window. I'm going to close this. I'm going to go back to my main list. I'm going to hit the SPY. All right. As I've told you over and over, don't bet against this. Don't get in front of this, right? It's a very, very strong trend. Uh, But we do have a sell signal right there, right? Um, from outlier so it wouldn't surprise me at all to get that pullback the 10 over the 20 price over the 50 now even with this enormous enormous gap up right here we got no movement no movement on market breadth what do i mean by this right this is the percent of stocks above their own 50-day moving average inside the s&p 500 as you can see on the far right hand side it's barely moved it's barely ticked around at all It's barely done anything with the market crashing higher, with the market soaring higher. It's barely done anything. Let's take a look at the S and P 500 map, right? Nothing's really happening. There was uh, like one stock NVIDIA that really made a splash this week. One stock, everything else is just, you know, little bits of nothing. You've got Microsoft up 87 basis points and Apple down 71 basis points. Right, Not much is going on. You got Tesla down 3%, Amazon up 2%. Not a hell of a lot is going on. Yet the market is soaring higher. So the participation in here, as we've seen for weeks, is getting weaker and weaker and weaker. And by all means, Outlier gives you opportunities every single day. And that's what's really cool about it. There is always an opportunity for going long or going short with Outlier. But it's not my style of trading. I want to see a very strong trend, not just in price, but also in breadth. Because when it works together, boy, does it work. And I I have the data to back that up. So I'm sitting on cash. I'm going to continue to sit on cash for as long as it takes. Right? As long as it takes. I'm not going to stress. Listen, the opportunities will be there. The market is going to match itself with either the price or the breadth at some point. And when it does, I'll be there right? And this should be teaching you a lot of patience right now because as traders, we need to be patient. And listen, I get it. It's hard to be patient as a trader because you want to be putting that money to work now today, right? I want to have a trade on before I go home today. I'll never forget. I was on a business trip. I don't remember what the circumstance was, but I was on a business trip in New Mexico. I had my, my infamous iPad where I was trading from with me. And um, I got in the back of a Uber heading over to the business meeting and I had no trades on at the time. And I'm like, what am I doing here? I need to put some trades on. So I went and sold iron condors and call spreads and put spreads and any kind of spread you could think of on anything that I wanted. I was just like, let's go load it up. By the time I got out of the taxi or the, the Uber, I probably had 20 trades on for not any reason whatsoever. And I probably lost money from the moment that I put those on until the moment that I closed them out thinking, why did I do that? What a stupid thing to do. Because I had no basis. I had no reason. I had no justification whatsoever to put on those trades. But I was impatient. I wanted those instant quick bucks as fast as possible. And I paid for it. And I share these lessons with you.
1: So hopefully you don't have to pay for that. So speaking of some lessons, let's go to our final thoughts.
0: One of my all-time favorite sayings comes from Richard Dennis. Richard Dennis
1: is um, hang on. Richard Dennis is, uh, the man who created the turtle experiment. And
0: Yeah, this is the one I'm looking for. This is exactly what I'm looking for. He's the man who created the turtle trader experiment. He said that he can grow turtles or grow traders just like they grow turtles in barrels in Singapore or wherever he was when he took a vacation over to to the Asian area, right? Somewhere over there in the Far East. And it always stuck with me, this particular quote. Because he, the turtle trader experiment, I think it took 20 people and he took people from all walks of life. And that was part of the experiment was he didn't want the smartest people, right? He wanted a diverse, hang on just a second here. Oh, sorry. I had to take this pillow out from behind me, this sack of pillow that I had to move there. Sorry. Okay. Now we're comfortable. Uh, I always say that you could publish rules in a newspaper. And no one would follow them. The key is consistency and discipline. Almost anybody can make up a list of rules that are 80% of good, as good as what we teach people. What they couldn't do is give them the confidence to stick to those rules, even when things are going bad. How many times have you done that? You've put on a series of trades and things are not working out. Right. I mean, specifically last year, I had 19 losers in a row. 19. We were meeting in the trading room, and Sebastian, he's like, What the hell, Chris? Why is everything we put on losing? And I'm like, Listen, dude, I know something's going on here. Now, you could jump ship and run, or you can look at it and say, Am I doing something wrong? And that's what I did. I figured out that not every Outlier uh, sell signal was the sell to open. Not every sell signal is an opportunity to go out and buy some puts, which is what I did. So 19 of these didn't work out very well for me because they were not sell to open. They were sell to close, right? S- sell to close meaning, hey, I bought this. Hey, I'm closing out this trade. That doesn't mean I'm buying puts and wanting to go short. That just means I'm going from, in the, in the market, in the position to cash. Once I figured that out, that's where my returns like exploded. 40.77% after making that, uh, that change. But the thing is, is that, yes, I was frustrated. But I never stopped with my consistency and discipline. The key is consistency and discipline. Showing up every day. You showing up here right now is what's going to separate the best from the rest. I'm telling you, when the market trends all together, you're going to be blown away. I can't make any guarantees, but I, I know we will be putting trades on and you're going to have those days
1: where you're so excited to look at your trading account. And I'm so excited to do that with you. Because this
0: is my jam. I love trading. I live, eat, breathe trading. So I'm excited that you're here. And I'm really proud of you for having the consistency and discipline to show up, even when there's no trades to put on. And part of that is knowing hey, I'm not going to have a trade
1: every single day, but I'm going to show up. I'm going to put in the work. And at some point, I'll start reaping all
0: those benefits when the market is appropriate, when the market is giving those opportunities that we want. So thank you all so much for coming to today's Outlier Trading Room. I'm sorry to don't have any trades to put on, but that is part of trading, is being patient and waiting for them to come to you and not forcing anything. Have a incredible weekend. Have an exceptional weekend. And I'll see you right back here on Monday. Talk soon.